Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Hey, welcome to the podcast where you can get all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. In today's episode, we're talking about a different subject, no question today, uh, but today's subject is uh, the five things that are hurting your progress the most. So we're going to be talking about what you are maybe, uh, what you're possibly doing in your life that is absolutely wrecking your progress. So maybe you're sitting there busting your ass in the gym, you know, you're eating healthy and you're like, what the freaking heck is going on? I'm not seeing change. Tune into this episode. This episode is for you. So normally in this show, we have listeners send in questions, and I answer them here on this show. So if you have a question that you would like to have answered, uh, you know, for example, someone sent in the other day, uh, is it best for me to uh, eat right after I work out, or should I wait? You know, where, when should I eat right after uh, I work out? So if you have a question that you would like to have answered, uh, you can send that in on my Instagram story. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. If you take a look at my story on Sundays, you'll see a question box up there that says, ask me a question. I'll answer it in short there on the story and then uh, here long form in detail on the show. So that's where you can do that. If you want more free resources, uh, let's say you want a guide on building better arms, a guide on protein, an ebook on how to build a faster metabolism, make sure you go to the Pullman Fitness website and download all of those absolutely free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. And lastly, if you uh, enjoy this show, uh, you enjoy this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, uh, spread the word about this show, let them know that this is a place that they can go to, to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. All right, party people. Today, I want to talk about uh, some reasons that you may not be seeing progress in the gym. I remember when I was a, at a time in my uh, life when I was working out and I was eating clean. I was eating, you know, rice and I was eating broccoli and I was eating chicken and I was working out six days a week and I was lifting heavy and I was getting after it. I was prioritizing my sleep. I was taking all the supplements that I thought were essential at that time and I wasn't seeing any change. Okay. So it's, it's extremely frustrating. And if you're in that situation, I freaking get it. I totally understand what it's like. Um, you're sitting there thinking, what more can I do? I'm already doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, I don't, I don't understand. I must be doing something wrong, but I can't figure out what it is. So that kind of thought and reflection that I had a couple of days ago, uh, is what inspired me to talk about this today and bring this up. Cause I wanted to bring some things to light, uh, that, um, what was I going to say? I want to bring some things to light that may give you in, uh, some insight as to why you're not seeing the results that you want to see. All right. So let's start with number one. This is one of the biggest uh, offenders that I see, uh, especially with people that fill out applications to coach uh, with me and to hire me as a coach. Uh, and that's alcohol. Alcohol is like your freaking worst enemy when you are trying to see uh, results. Now, the reason that is, is because it's, it's not metabolized well in your body. Uh, it contains calories. A lot of people say that, oh, it's just empty calories, but, uh, we see that, that oftentimes alcohol can kind of be metabolized as fats. 
uh, can kind of be metabolized as carbs. So it's not really just uh, empty calories, okay? But even if it was, calories are calories, and it's easy to drink those things, and those calories add up fast, all right? So alcohol is going to be one of the big reasons that you may not be seeing results uh, in the gym, and it's primarily uh, the the for the calorie reason, okay? So I see this uh, come up a lot with uh, women who are middle-aged and... Um, they are, you know, they're, they, they, they're, they're stressed out. They're taking care of a lot of kids. And once everybody's to bed, they like to have two, three, maybe even four glasses of wine a night to wind down. And that is not healthy whatsoever. There are a lot of things that are wrong with that. Uh, let's just talk about the nutritional standpoint. Like I said, you're taking a lot of extra calories in that your body does not need. Uh, and if you're, you know, not working off those calories, or if you're taking in more than you are move, uh, using in the day, it's likely that those calories could be stored and, um, kind of used as fat later on. I'm not saying that just alcohol in general does that. I'm just saying if the glasses of wine that you have cause you to go over the calories that you need, that is definitely a scenario that could be likely. Um, and then aside from that, if you need something like two or three glasses of wine to wind down at night, you have a problem, okay? You might not want to admit it, but that is a problem. I think a lot of people won't admit it because it's so regular nowadays. It's standard to have a couple glasses of wine before bed um, to wind down, but that is an issue. You should not need any sort of substance to help you wind down. The simple fact that the sun is going down it should be enough to help your body wind down, understand that it's nighttime, understand that it's time to rest and digest and get ready for sleep to go into the next day strong and prepared. Now, I know what you might be saying. Well, my my day is hectic. I can't take it. Just the glasses of wine really help a lot. I get it. Trust me, I understand. Um, but we can't just accept that and settle. You need to make some sort of improvement to make that better to allow your body to wind down in a natural way without the wine. Okay, so. Uh, that's a big one. Alcohol is is huge, especially when it comes to happy hour on the weekends. Those calories add up, and if you're not tracking, you don't realize it. Okay, so that's the first one that is absolutely going to kill you. And if you want to get in shape, you don't have to just cut out all alcohol, but you have to consider what your goals are, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit. If your goals are more serious, you might have to cut it out completely. If your goals are completely lackadaisical, you might be able to keep a drink or two, you know, a week or whatever it is, okay? Uh, it just depends on where you're at and what you're trying to strive towards, okay? The next thing that is hurting your progress is uh, a lack of acceptance. So this is kind of like expectations, all right? So your your expectations are not realistic. So I noticed this happening um, with uh, my life and my work here recently, and this is not a comparison whatsoever. I know those of you listening are dealing with a lot more than I probably am, but this is just to help you, you know, have an understanding of what I'm talking about. So because of the nature of Pullman fitness right now and coaching and things like that, I'm really trying to bust my balls to, you know, build the brand, help people reach their goals, build the business and things like that. So I get, I tend to get frustrated when I don't get done what I want to get done or what I set out to get done uh, at the end of the day. I get really frustrated. I have been getting in a bad mood. Obviously, that's not good for me. That's not good for my for my marriage. It's not good for my wife. Um, and so I just, ha I, I, I had to come to the realization that like, okay, having this dog, this new dog, a puppy needing to watch him 24 seven, uh, there's just the way life is now. And I can't expect to get done what I was getting done earlier because life has changed. So my expectations had to change. Okay. Um, and when I changed my expectations, that helped me 
kind of get clarity and figure out what I need to do to maybe get back to a point where I can be getting done what I used to get done and uh, get to a point where I could produce the way I used to produce. So that is one thing that is huge when it comes to, uh, you know, reaching your goals. You have to be understanding. You have to accept where you're really at. And you have to have the right expectations. You know, this ties in with the alcohol thing. Um, a lot of people feel like they can they can get to 10% body fat and still have their two or three glasses of wine every single night. Uh, you can't. It's not It's not going to happen. There is always a give and take in life. And that's especially true when it comes to uh, health and fitness. So what I suggest is just kind of getting away by yourself for a little bit and having a good sit down time with yourself and just saying, okay, am I am I doing what I can do right now? Like, where are my expectations? Is this realistic? Am I expecting too much? Um, and if, if you are, just come to terms with that and accept it and accept that your life is just not going to be the same or accept that you're not going to get your, get your 8%, 10% body fat with your wine. You're going to have one or the other. You have to come to terms with that. When you come to terms with it, that's going to help you make a plan of action and tackle it uh, as best as you possibly can. So make sure you have a good understanding of what your expectations are and whether or not they are realistic. Okay. The next thing that is definitely hurting your progress if you are participating uh, is the weekend binge. I can't tell you how much this wrecks people because they just simply don't know because they've never tracked or assessed or even you know pondered on their food intake before. So the classic scenario, you know, Miss Miss Jane Doe, uh, she's you know, she goes to five group classes a week. She's working out really hard. She's training Monday through Friday. Um, she's eating super clean. And then on the weekends, she tends to have things with friends. She has, uh, you know, kids' birthday parties and people are drinking there. They're having cake. And what happens is you just say, screw it. You say, F it. And you go into this weekend binge where you're eating so much food. You're eating tons of processed food, tons of calories. And then when you go into your next week, you feel shameful and guilty. So you have another clean week of eating. And then once the weekend comes, you expose yourself to those bad things. You give in a little bit. You say F it. And then you get the, you get the point. It's just this vicious, vicious cycle. But these weekend binges uh, are what uh, what is, yeah, they're, they're what's keeping a lot of people from hitting their goals because an excess amount of calories is consumed and that might put them over what their body needs to maintain their weight uh, and even lose their weight. Okay. So you have to be aware of how you are handling yourself over the course of the weekend. Are you eating out a lot? Are you eating way more than you normally would because the food tastes so good? Are you drinking way more than you normally would? Uh, and and the, the, the best way I uh, help people or people can get a good grasp on that is through tracking their food intake. You know, so they'll track when, when anybody works with me, they have to track their food intake for at least 10 days. Uh, I always recommend 14. So they'll track their food for two weeks so I can see what their normal life looks like. And it's very common where Monday through Friday is like 14, 1500 calories. And then Saturday and Sunday is like 2,500 to 3000 calories. All right. So, uh, and then they come before we start working together and they're like, shit, I didn't realize I was eating this much on the weekends. And we're like, yeah, no duh. That's why you're gaining so much, you know, weight and you're not seeing the results that you want to see. So let's address that, you know, so you have to track your food intake. And I'm saying you have to be crazy diligent about it. Like you don't need to have, you know, get your piece of cake at your little kid's friend's birthday party and ask the host, do you have a food scale so I can weigh my piece of cake? Like, no, just be aware of it. Just guesstimate and then enter those things in, write them down 
have someone that's a professional look at it uh, and and try to try to help you get an idea of how much food you're really eating on the weekends. But tracking and being aware uh, is a huge part. So aside from the weekend binge, another thing that hurts people is a lack of movement. Okay, this is definitely something that could be hindering your progress. Um, we we tend to put a lot of pressure and a lot of attention on working out, going to the gym, lifting heavy, getting after it, beast mode, no days off, drinking pre-workouts, drinking post-workout shakes. We make this like this workout time a religious like freaking I don't even know how to describe it. It's like this sanctioned time that's only for health. Okay. And everything outside of that is not for health. And that causes people to have a very poor relationship with their fitness and their nutrition. Um, and then it also causes them to not acknowledge what they need to do to improve their health outside of their workouts. Okay. Now, what I'm mainly getting at here is just a lack of movement and specifically steps. So we don't get enough steps in. I think the average is like three to 4,000 steps a day. That is absurd. That is so freaking low, all right? If you don't have some sort of tracker, I recommend you get one. So like a Fitbit, Apple Watch. Uh, I use a G-Shock watch that syncs to my phone, tells me how many steps I'm getting a day. You have to know how many steps you're getting because those those steps are also contributing to calorie burn. Steps are huge. That's one of the first things, one of the first habits or assignments that I give my clients when we first start out is increasing their steps. We need to make more steps a habit. We need to make your lifestyle less sedentary and more active because that's one of the main reasons we're not seeing progress right now. You know, and it's probably the same for you. You're working at a job, you're driving a lot, you're commuting. Uh, and the only time you're really moving is when you're working out really hard in the gym. That's one hour, maybe two if you're an insane person, but you live so many other hours in the day outside of that. So it's so freaking important that you have um, those hours outside of your day be active. So increase your steps, increase your movement. The last thing I wanted to touch on uh, is the all or nothing mindset. This kind of ties in with what I just talked about, but this absolutely destroys people. Okay. And it's this all or nothing mindset where we, we have this attitude of, you know, I'm, I'm on or I'm all the way off. You know, I'm either working on my fitness or I'm destroying my fitness. I'm working on my health or I'm destroying my health. And that is going to end up being a vicious cycle. It's going to take you, you know, one step forward and three steps back, one step forward, three steps back. And you're going to be so far behind uh, down the road. You're going to be a in a very, very, very bad place with your health. Health and fitness is, a, a, you know, a journey. We like to have this analogy of the wagon where we're on the wagon or off the wagon. I, I like to tend to visualize it more of like a sidewalk, you know, when we're on the, when we're on the walk, we're walking on the sidewalk and we're looking forward and we get kind of zoned out. And sometimes we take a step off the sidewalk, but when we take a step off the sidewalk, our next step is right back on the sidewalk. And that's what our health and fitness journey needs to look like. You know, we're always going to have slip ups. We have to accept the fact that we're going to screw up. I just ate a piece of cake like freaking 90 minutes ago. Okay. Um, I, it was planned, you know, it wasn't, much of a slip, but it's not ideal for me. I could have easily said, all right, I just had that piece of cake. Now I'm going to have Reese's in my ice cream. Now I'm going to have a bowl of cereal. Now I'm just going to say, screw it because I already jacked it up. No, I'm going to say, all right, I have my piece of cake. I enjoyed it. Now the next meal, we're going to have a big bowl of greens because I haven't had my greens yet today. Once you mess up or once you have that little slip, your next step is going to put you in a better direction. So make your next step a good choice because if you do that over time, consistently over time, what's going to happen is you are going to be able to set yourself up for a great quality of life, 
good overall health, and a really easy time losing body fat. Uh, I mean, just think about it. Most of the time, we make decent choices. Some of us do. Uh, and if we slip up and have one bad choice and get back on the sidewalk and continue to make good choices, we're going to have a lot more healthy decisions that outweigh the unhealthy decisions. And that's going to give us a, qu- a good, good, good um, healthy relationship with our body, with our health, our nutrition, uh, and things like that. And then this also this also applies to the gym setting too. You know, more isn't always better, especially when it comes to training. If you're thinking, all right, I work out five days a week, I'm going to get results by working out seven days a week. Yeah, you might, but how long are you going to keep that up? Okay, it's not all or nothing. And then if you think, oh, if I can't see results seven days a week, I'm just not going to work out at all. No, no, no. The goal with their training is to to make the biggest change uh, with the least amount of effort, okay? We're trying to do the least amount of work to get the biggest change. So that's the goal there. So just make tiny increments. Practice your habits day to day before you even adjust your workouts because those are going to benefit you more down the road, all right? So those are the reasons that you're probably not seeing results. Those are the five things that are are hurting your progress in the gym. If you have a question on, on any of those things or anything else, health, fitness, and nutrition related, you can send those in and I'll, and I'll answer them here on the show. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit on Instagram. Uh, so if you find me there, uh, take a look at that question box on my story every single Sunday and then submit your questions in that box. I'll answer your question or questions here on the show. So make sure you do that. And if you want more free content, you can download all of our free resources at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E. H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. And if you enjoy this episode or if you know someone that needs to hear this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, share it on social media, let people know that this is the place that they can go to to get all of their specific health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom-tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.